Greetings citizens of the world. This is a message from Anonymous. We are Legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise field. 290. A study on Welcome to episode 162 of the R and Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host today, Mr. Jacob P. And the place to be, standing right across from me, is Art T. With the thick PP. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What's up, guys? Hey, I'm Art. Um, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are having a great Corona field trip. Um, <laughs> Before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsor, Caveman Coffee. Go to cavemancoffee.com. Uh, check out their entire inventory. Jacob and I were both drinking these delicious hibiscus teas. Uh, drink, Jacob's drinking his, like, room temperature. He's drinking it European style. Yeah. And, like, uh, room Irish temperature. Style. Yeah. Irish Gundam style. style. They're I, drinking it Gundam style? Gundam He's style. drinking it Gundam style. I'm drinking mine cold because it's, uh, it's actually a cold brew, so I want to drink it as close to its natural habitat <laughs> as i can it's delicious i really enjoy it it's paleo it's uh caffeine free sugar free um it's it's delicious i can't uh thank caveman coffee enough for sending these out to us and letting us try them so check out their entire inventory i would highly recommend trying these and when you're at the checkout type in america at checkout to receive 15 percent out 15% off. 15% off. That is correct. And um, that helps us and it helps Caveman Coffees. And we both greatly appreciate that. And I know, like, Art has, like, really been selling me, trying to sell me on LaCroix, like, those sparkling water soda thingies or whatever. Yeah. And I always give him shit because I'm like, man, that is, like, the whitest shit ever. Like, I am only half white. I can't get down like that. But I will say this about the sparkling hibiscus cold brew herbal tea by Caveman Coffee. It, it kind of reminds me of a LaCroix, but a little bit better. And these past few episodes that, you know, shout out to Caveman Coffee, they sent us a whole case of that shit. As you can see on my desk, I am down to my last one. So I, I got to say, I really dig it. It helps us, you know, get through some of these uh, podcasts because my voice becomes parched. So um, if you, you know, have that problem as well, or hey, you just want to enjoy, you know, something with a little bit of... Uh, is to it but don't want to worry about you know getting some extra love handles or you know some you know adding you know some thickness to those man boobs or whatever you know just just go get you know try some of the sparkling hibiscus cold brew you know it, i believe it only has like two calories in it or whatnot but it, it gives you all the or no five calories i, I 
Six. six. My bad. Yeah. Oh, a big six calories. I'll probably burn that off just talking today. Um, you know, but you want that. I, I don't know about you, but like anytime, you know, I just waking up, I neither need coffee, which caveman coffee supplies, or I just need some of like just something fizzy in my throat. Maybe it's like that old Mexican fable, like that, like, you know, <laughs> a seven up will like cure like, you know, bronchitis or whatever. But I just feel like just to clear my, my, my soul, like I just need something fizzy in my you know, body just to burn out, you know, all the the fucking toxins. Um, so I highly, highly recommend, you know, this hibiscus cold brew. Uh, but once you're done going to caveman coffee and, you know, hooking yourself off, hook, hooking yourself off like you're jacking off, um, hooking yourself up with, you know, some form of caffeine or tea product or even buying a t-shirt, make sure you check out our network at the Podbelly Network where you'll hear other great podcasts like Our Sisters, which Art is wearing a shirt for at the We're Not Sure Yet podcast. Yeah. They gave me a shout out on their podcast, so I just wanted to wear uh, their podcast's shirt on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I have mine in the closet behind me, but um, yeah, them check out great podcasts like Ectoplasm, uh, Nerds on Topic, you know, the Piecast, and I believe Dave Moten from Sofa King. He's got his own podcast. He does. Yeah, it's um, I think it's like a gra- like how Keith's podcast is, where it's just like a graphic novel that like he's narrating. And it's produced by Brent, also from Sofa King. So I'm I'm kind of excited to listen to that because what's, I do. What's that podcast called? I forgot. I liked the page the other day, but yeah, it's on there. <laughs> okay, I gotta check it out. I almost bought a Sofa King shirt right before I came over here today. Ooh, look at you! Because I was like, man, those early episodes were gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then speaking of buying shirts, uh, make sure you check out Nicole Smith Botch's t-shirt shop over at I believe it's SukerApparel.com. And, um, you know, she's got some great designs. She designed our, you know, Ride the Lightning alternate logo. So, you know, support artists like her. So with that said, Art, do you want to introduce this week's topic? Yeah, I think we were, we were both kind of on the same page on this topic. So we went with Anonymous this, this week as a topic of choice. Yes. Uh, it's, it's been around forever. I remember as a, as a, as a wee laddie. Um, a wee lad back in the MySpace days. Yeah, on the MySpace days, like when I first encountered... Oop, Art just fucked up our audio. Oh, 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 Keep oh. talking. Anyways, I just remember um, encountering uh, Anonymous for the first time, and uh, no, it's still one year. Um, <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. No. There you go. Anyways, I remember encountering it and thinking like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I literally... This is before they used the uh, anonymous mask to become kind of their their calling card, the, mm-hmm. that guy Fox mask. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, they were basically as anonymous as anonymous can be. It was just literally, like, these very anti-Scientology uh, calling cards that they had on their, on their face or... MySpace. MySpace pages and they had tons of myspace pages and i just remember thinking like what the fuck is this that's how i was introduced to this and you know like fucking 15 years later we're doing this topic yeah um for me personally the way i heard about anonymous i think as we know it today pretty much just you know hearing about all these things that they've done you know they attack you know either a corporation or a government entity or whatever and then you see the stereotypical you know guy fox max guy fox mask and um that's how that's just who i thought they were but i guess i'd be lying 
in that regards because when you when I started doing like my research on this topic, like they originated like on message boards. Um, you know, everybody talks about 4chan. You know, that's where a lot of nasty things on the internet, you know, originate. You know, fucking dark web shit and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. And I guess they originated on there and the way they got their name anonymous is pretty much because, you know, they were post, you know, memes or, you know, certain things you know, without a profile, it would just be, you know, on 4chan, I guess you can post something without having to sign up, you know, you can, you can go on there. I mean, you can have an account and it just be anonymous. It's oh, really? literally just a series of numbers that you're assigned. It's, it's not like a name or anything. And then it's the username like just says like anonymous on it or yeah, something. Or a series of random numbers and letters and names mm-hmm. that doesn't really add up to anything. And I guess like there was like a certain subreddit, I believe it was like, or not subreddit, a certain channel. Um, it was just like hat, like slash B. You know, that's like like where their home hub was, because I guess that at that time of 4chan, I believe, like in 2003, it was like a really like it was like subpar to like Craigslist, like which is like a very basic looking, you know, layout for a website. And I guess like for every Reddit or for uh, 4chan. 4chan. And I guess like everything was just like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you would just click on, you know, whatever it would be. Like A would be like cooking with Martha Stewart or whatever. And then like B would just be like, oh, okay, computer shit. And I guess like the people that were in this group anonymous, like that's where they kind of all hung out at or whatever. And then I started to think to myself around 2000, well, actually like late 90s, like 99 through like 2005, like message boards were pretty big like on the internet. Like that was like, a different spot other than like, you know, AOL aim or like ICQ or whatnot. Like that's like where everybody kind of congregated. So like whatever your niche was, you kind of like just went to a message board. And so at this time, like around, you know, 99, 2003, like I was super into like hip hop. Right. So like I was visiting like all sorts of different, you know, hip hop message boards. You know, there was like West coast, you know, message boards. There was one called, it's called S O H H, which stands for support online hip hop. And it was like predominantly like a East Coast like hip hop board, but I, I like to like go to like all these different hip hop boards because hip hop was very segregated at this time, like West Coast, East Coast, and like Dirty South or whatever. And it was a very like exploratory time for me, like musically. So like I was like exploring all sorts of stuff, trying to get out of like the whole like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg like mold that like I was in for much of like the '90s and whatnot. So, anyways, I owned a message board with somebody, and then I also was like moderator at a couple other ones for like west coast hip-hop but i remember like the s-o-h-h message board like they were very like it was like it was called like hip-hop or uh, backpack hip-hoppers or whatever and like they were very like like i don't want to say esoteric but just very um elitist about like their taste like in in hip-hop or whatever like either you liked their series of rappers or or you didn't, and if you didn't, like, you were just seen as, like, the scum of the earth. So they were kind of assholes or whatever. And I remember, like, these different message boards that I would post on, like, they would always talk crap about them because because of their attitude or whatever, right? Like, they were very knowledgeable about the hip-hop that, you know, that they were talking about, but, like, they just had, like, a bad attitude about it. And so, like, there was always, like, people coming together to attack that message board. So what they would do is, like, they would, like, bombard like the message board with like you know gay dude pics and like you know (laughs) all sorts of like you know just random like dick pics like just they would post on there just flood the whole message board so like it would be pretty much an unenjoyable experience experience and i guess this is kind of how like anonymous like got their start as well too because as it comes to turn out like they their group their anonymous group or whatever they also attack like that that hip-hop board too so 
that I might have come across like one of their initial um, operations. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about those hip hop groups, but like that, a lot of like like trolling and things like that. That was kind of the origins of that, mm-hmm. like the original trollings and um, flooding something or taking down an entire server. Mm-hmm. Those are very much like their calling card. You know, they started off their biggest couple of hacks, I would say, and the one that probably put them on the map um was taking down scientology not taking it down but like messing with their servers mm-hmm. doing taking down their their faxes essentially by sending black faxes dude that to me that is so funny like when i saw that like because when i think of anonymous i always think of like oh shit like they have the ability to like hack into your bank account and like switch numbers around and like kind of like robin hood it like you know drain like a whole you know yeah. millionaire's bank account and then deposit it into like you know a low-income person's bank account like i had that thought but like when you really get into it, it's like like you were saying, like it's like a troll culture. Like they do it for this well, is a word that I I came across, like they do it for the lulls, which is like LOLing, you know, just for the laughs. Yeah. Um Yeah, you came across that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh anyways, um uh but but it's not like a unique thing. Like one of the things that they were like big on would would be things like um like operate what's the thing from fight club is it like oh. operation mayhem or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or, and like they would bring that up like they would that would be something that was referenced a lot in the early days it doesn't i don't think it bring, gets brought up anymore but mm-hmm. early on that was something that was brought up a lot and one of the things that was leaked and it's still on like a dot onion site where you can go and you can find like actual like cia printouts and pamphlets of like sleeper agents that they had in like foreign countries um where they were essentially having them do like borderline illegal things but not huge illegal things Mm -hmm. where it was just enough to like mess with with like small town like um government agencies where they would put like i don't know like batteries and like hide them inside a microwave or something just to blow up a microwave or like pour sand in 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 gas caps or something like that just to like create enough chaos where it was it w- it would bother some people, but it wouldn't be noticed by a large mass. Mm-hmm. So, and that was something that the, the CIA was training their sleeper agents, and it, it was all leaked out. Um, I don't know if this is them that leaked it out or another like hacker mm-hmm. organization because they're not the only ones. There's tons of them. Oh yeah, that um that leaked out that information. But they were doing something like that similarly here, and like the fact that they were doing it to things like um. Scientology, which we did that episode on Scientology. Yeah. And like Scientology, you know, I don't know how people feel about Scientology. I always feel really weird about Scientology. It's just because the reality is like, unless you're in it, you don't really know about it. Mm-hmm. And like, that's someone's personal religion. But at the same time, like, they have been linked to some like super shady shit. And some of their former members would come out and be like, yo, there's some super shady shit. And that's the thing, though. It's not even really like in a, a religion. It's more or less like a, like a Ponzi scheme that preys on people's desire to feel accepted so that's like you just described every religion in the world well i mean (laughs) maybe um keith if you want to come in and debate this with him um that's between y'all but to me it's like a more egregious form i guess you could say if we're going to live in that world then you know let's say even like a a high offender like the catholic church i I think church 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 um that you know, it's very much like, oh, shit, black and white, like where Scientology is more or less a corporation that, you know, just tries to drain 
people, but at a at a more sophisticated level. Whereas like the Catholic Church just says, "Hey, just give us ten percent of your 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 income as a tithe." Like that's the cap. That's it. Scientology says, "Hey, if you give us a little bit more." you know, hey, you get to go to this next level. You know, give us a little bit more, you get to the next level. So it's it's like a, a televangelist on steroids, but without any I get God. that. I mean, the Catholics own a city, mm-hmm. and, like, they have, like, fucking temples of gold. And it's not like they're, like, small-town motherfuckers. And at the same time, it's not like they're not aware that there's, like, kids in Africa that are starving to death. Oh, yeah, I agree. So it's just like, I don't want to put them, like, like, they're that much better than Scientology. I put them equivalent like we're all equivalent if you bleed you bleed and you're made of the same shit Mm -hmm. and you're guilty the same way but the one church that i did that they also trolled and went after very hard was the west baptist yes which we also covered we covered them as well and i think with them i was like yes go for it go all in and not that i'm pro scientology at all i was just you know do you like if they want to troll scientology that's cool but but westboro they i mean to to the point I was making with Scientology, Westboro is like very egregious, and you know, well, because they're, they're blatantly they're, hateful. Like, their their website is literally it's not fucking WestboroBaptistChurch.org. It's literally like GodHatesFags.com, and you know they will protest, you know, dead soldiers like thank God for nine eleven. Um, they'll protest, you know, people that have passed away from cancer, you know, because they felt like whatever they like cops or. You know, I believe Ronnie James Dio, um, even like super like. <laughs> so they're yeah, I mean they're they're, they're blatantly, bad people. They're blatantly hateful. Like their thing isn't like Scientology. I can understand the allure of someone getting into Scientology, mm-hmm. expecting a better life. Um, with with these guys, it's just like let's just thrive on people's hate and like it's like turning the Ku Klux Klan into a religion, kind of. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much. Th- that's essentially what they do. And the Ku Klux Klan, they're they like have claiming to be Christians as well. So <laughs> there's another reason why, another notch on Christianity. Um, but um, <laughs> Keith, again, if you want to come go, on. Keith, come on in here and defend the Ku Klux Klan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he could, man. He's too brown. Oh, man. You have to now. You're, you're on the Christian side. <laughs> um, so anyways. Um, <laughs> but what I did see, though, with um, the Westboro Baptist Church, like they, they were debating the main lady. Again, I forgot her name because it's been a couple years since we covered that topic. Uh, but I was watching a YouTube video of it. And so it was a representative from Anonymous. He was wearing the Guy Fox mask and whatnot. And the leader of the Westboro Baptist Church, which is like this lady who is the daughter of the founder of Westboro. And they were like, you know, debating like on a CNN show or whatever, like a more localized version of that. And as the lady was like spewing like whatever hatred, re- hateful re- rhetoric that she was going on about, um, they're like, "Hey, can can you hold on? Can you hold that thought for a minute?" The you know the the fucking anonymous guy. He goes, "Because if you actually look on your website right now, we've actually like taken it down and we've you know replaced it with you know a message from anonymous." So as she was talking. Anonymous hacked into the Westboro Baptist Church's website and fucking like totally like redid like, you know, all the coding and just did everything and put like their own shit on there. Mm -hmm. And like, I thought that was like the most gangster ass shit. And like the funny, again, for the lows, one of the funniest shit, funniest things ever, because it's just like, hey, while your back is turned and you're preaching all this bullshit, like we just fucking infiltrated your fucking website. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality of a lot of a lot of the internet, it's not really as secure as you think it is. Mm -hmm. And, like, and this is the part where I could see how some people would, like, both be pro 
anonymous and like anti-anonymous because you know we're looking at this from like their white hat perspective of like these guys are like the batmans of the internet kind Uh of thing vigilantes vigilantes of the internet the reality is like you know like like i was just saying about scientology like everybody bleeds everybody you know like everybody is due for a mistake at some point like your morality you know like when you have that much power with great power comes great responsibility to keep quoting like superhero things uncle ben shout out so um at this point it's like you know we're looking at it from their white hat perspective of like a good hacker but it's just easily just as easily they can go full on like black hat hacker and like hack webcams which is so easy to find you can go on like 4chan you can go on reddit you can find hacked webcams if you have a webcam, I would say like sixty percent of the time it's probably already been hacked. So, um, and that's I feel a, sorry for anybody that hacks my webcam. I'm sorry because my closet is literally right there. Even like if you see me baby changing monitors shirts, are hacked. Like home securities are hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember the, when the Ring was hacked? Ring got hacked. Like so many things get hacked, and, and that's the part that's like you also have to be aware of. Like you know, your security isn't that secure, mm-hmm. um, and. I, 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 although I'm, I, this whole podcast, I'll probably be very pro anonymous. Um, I do want to like say like with like a grain of salt, there's mm-hmm. like some bad hacking shit going on out there as well. Mm-hmm. So I think too, to kind of, I, I know what you, cause for the most part, like I see, I wrote down cause literally there's like 62 pages of full pages of, you know, operations that they have performed i'm looking at you know each and every operation i'm like yeah that's badass like that that's a cool shit because they're a hacktivist group they do it you know as an activist like you know protesting you know whatever you know event that goes against their beliefs or whatever right and i'm like yeah yeah that's badass that's cool i agree with it but at the same time it's kind of like antifa how they don't have a leader there's no head to the snake there's there's no centralization so pretty much it's open source. So like with yeah. that, like it's open to interpretation and we've seen it again, another topic that we covered, you know, back in 2016 where, you know, a lot of, of we the covered Anons, Antifa. Oh, yeah, oh QAnon. Did, yeah. QAnon. Where did we, we haven't covered Antifa. Have we, we kind of did like when the whole Colin Kaepernick first started like popping off. Um, uh, but you saw it in 2016 where, you know, a group of Anons, they were going to, you know, pretty much dox Donald Trump, which, you know, they ended up doing later on this year and, you know, exposing, you know, a whole bunch of his bullshit or whatever. And then See, a, a that couple- was strange to me, like just just because you just brought that up right now, like that had been around since like 2015. The, mm-hmm. It was out. The fact that it, they like regurgitated it again as like a reminder and it was more of a threat of the the threat keeps going back to, hey, we hacked our emails Donald Trump's emails, mm-hmm. and we have that information that's been in your emails for a while. And now the threat is that they want to release the information that's in his emails, but it was like more of a reminder. Correct. That, that whole thing came out. It was very strange. But like in 2016, they wanted to like really like bring that to you know the spotlight. But then another section of the group was like, no, we don't want to interfere with you know free speech, which which I get. You know if you're gonna put that kind of energy out there like you have to understand like somebody on the other side of it's gonna do the same thing and so it kind of created like this inner turmoil between you know anons basically where it's just like it created another separate group called you know the QAnon which we also covered as well which was like super pro Donald Trump which it was like 
because a lot of like their roots are based on exposing, you know, you know, child molesters and pedophiles, if you will. I think they actually hacked a site within the dark web. You know, they dumped 1500 names of pedophiles on the dark web, gave that information to the FBI, you know, and actually, you know, it came, you know, came to fruition that they got a lot of these people, you know, arrested and whatnot, you know, Mm -hmm. thanks to, you know, the anonymouses or the anons that they like to be called. And, you know, that's a lot of their root. Well, QAnon's all about like, oh, we're going to take down Hillary Clinton and, you know, all of her Hollywood buddies who are all child molesting and have secret sex dungeons in their lairs. QAnon isn't really hacking, although they have adopted that and it's, it seems to be birthed from the same area, the same mm-hmm. um, 4chan. 4chan, Reddit, and, and the, or not Reddit so much, but like uh, there's so much down there and, and it's changed over the years now. Like 4chan, you have to be really careful with how you like move and operate down there just because i was i was actually i I told you before this but i was gonna have uh this guy that i know actually two different guys that i know and they're they're always down there they're in they're all about their 4chan world but it's a very like borderline racist very borderline super like edgy Mm -hmm. like the whole like edgelord lifestyle like you don't really know where where something is true emotion and or just a joke like you, you, for the lols yeah, yeah. You, you don't really know where where it, it starts and where it ends and to and that creates kind of its own issue because i feel like a lot of that alt-right movement kind of mm-hmm. kind of started off as like a joke and like and it's become like a very real movement it's like when people take steven like early steven like the colbert show not the late night show but like his comedy central show like if they were to take that seriously yeah i mean it's it's so hard to like identify even that the, that Pepe the Frog the fact that they mm-hmm. um, identify that as like one of their calling cards or whatever when it was just out there for for the internet to have but now it's like a full on like all right type of thing um, it's it's strange and it's funny at the same time it it's the whole thing and then QAnon they're not full on like hackers in the way that mm-hmm. that anonymous is like it, to me like and even like anonymous like people involved in anonymous not everybody is a hacker because they do have like that million mask march where you know they on november 5th which is guy fox day that you know the guy that their mask is you know based upon um you know they they have marches so they actually have like actual people like on the street you know boots to you know pavement and if you will and you know so not everybody in anonymous is a hacker either you know some some people are like some people are just like it's kind of like i don't want to compare it to the mob because it's not but like some people are have just you know infiltrated like hey some people are lawyers some people are in working with ibm a lot like project mayhem from you know fight club where Mm -hmm. they've infiltrated the system they kind of pass along you know information to you know people that are the hackers if you will um one of the job that I'm in currently, when I first got hired, um, I hear the, I heard the story of this lady that used to work there that was actually giving information to people out on the outside. I don't, it wasn't like anonymous or anything like that, but kind of like selling, you know, you know, uh, you know, workplace secrets, if you will. You know, if you worked for Apple, you know, you get a job at Apple, you start to get all their newest technology, you know, information and you sell it to Microsoft. Like that's a lot like what they were doing. Like so they would get in to these places and then, you know, pass it on to the hackers, which would make their their jobs a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, see, that's the kind of stuff that kind of goes away after a while, Mm because 
like the way that they've also infiltrated Scientology, like they have, they don't really need a lot of assistance. Like they don't really need to, to like get into places. Like if you can hack into the Pentagon, mm-hmm. you can pretty much hack in anywhere. Which and, is crazy. Cause when you look at like a list of like things that they've hacked, they've hacked like, you know, a lot of places like NASA, like the NSA, like even a bunch of foreign governments too, if you will. Yeah. It, it's it's insane. It's insane the things that they've been able to do, um, and like the things that they've continued to do. Like you mm-hmm. said, a couple of weeks ago, um, in the middle of all this like chaos going on in the nation, like you know people were people are pretty active politically right now, mm-hmm. and like there was marching going on in the streets, and then anonymous resurfaces, mm-hmm. and resurfaces with accusations of Donald Trump of child pornography child abuse and child trafficking child trafficking and one thing i will say that so right away i saw people like floating this like fake photoshop picture of donald trump with like some little girl and like it was and like it's like him and epstein together and they're like (laughs) donald trump is like hugging some like girl looks extremely underage and it's just like man that sucks the fact that like i saw it on like facebook or whatever like people like re-sharing that shit Mm -hmm. and i'm like man I fucking hate how much like people like it rely, almost, it rely almost on seem, memes. Yeah. And it almost seems like the higher you go into, to the internet. Cause like as much as like we say, we're saying bad things about like 4chan for the most part, for the most part, people are kind of intelligent down there. Maybe because they know the internet and they know coding and they know all these mm-hmm. things. Like they're relatively younger, more intelligent, more like not, I wouldn't say woke cause I'm not going to go there, <laughs> but for the most part, they're, they're very intelligent when it comes to technology. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to like the Facebooks and the, it's a lot of grandmas that don't even know yeah, how to operate like their own older DVD people player. They're just like, I know how to share. I know how to like, I know how to like d- use one of those like gift sharing things. They're like, here's my like little gif or whatever of like some dude clapping or whatever, whatever. It's very dumb. It's very like, like old white people up there. They they rely on memes for their information, which is like a very easy tool to manipulate people, which you see all the time. Not just memes, but like shitty, like that's why there's like so much like fake Click, news. Clickbait. Clickbait where it's a big headline or something or like it's very dumb. The fact that it's so reshareable and easily reshareable. That's one of the things I really enjoy about like Reddit where it's like people always ask like, can I get a source? Or like, you know, you see that right away. That'll be like the first comment. Like, oh, you said this, but can I get a source really quick? Yeah. And like, for the most part, if you don't have the source, it gets downloaded. But on Facebook, there is none of that. Like, it's just like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Like, here's all this bullshit. There's like a local lady here in Bakersfield. I forget her name. It's like something Solis or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And like, she's like fucking nuts. And like, liberals in Bakersfield like fucking love her here. But it's like. She's like one of the most like insane people, and it's like I can't, I can't like I saw like this video she had posted on there, and I was like, this is fucking disturbing how many likes this has, and you're like insane. But that's Facebook for you, like mm-hmm. Facebook. It's like you don't have to be credible at all. Like I've been making it a point to like post dumb shit on there, like just to like <laughs> bring some of that like darkness from down there, and just like <laughs> smear it a little bit, like little tabs of like yeah. darkness up here. So man. I, I really I really hate Facebook Facebook, yeah. Facebook Reddit or Twitter's all right I guess Twitter gets the joke sometimes yeah um <laughs> damn but yeah I you know you brought that up um, amongst all this George Floyd um I don't even know what to call it. you know the death of George Floyd which you know I would say the murder of George Floyd yeah oh yeah you're absolutely <laughs> right yeah I'm sorry again I'm tired um it, it, again it people have been you know 
are very active politically right now, and it kind of awoken, you know, if you could say anonymous again. And you you brought it up earlier where, you know, I shared this, like, in our group. where It was, like, me, you, and Eric where it's just like, oh, shit, you know, anonymous is back, and they, they released, like, the black book, you know, from Jeffrey Epstein. They, you know, released, you know, court documents that show him, that named, you know, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, you know, as, you know, co-defendants against, you know, them, you know, pretty much raping, you know, a 13-year-old little girl over and over again. And you said it earlier, like, this isn't this isn't something new, which is like a Facebook fallacy that people are passing off as like, oh, they they they, they infiltrated, you know, uh, his uh, Jeffrey Epstein safe. And, you know, this has been out on the internet. No, like, no, that that case was actually brought up during, you know, 2015 and 2016 when Trump was trying to get, you know, the Republican ticket. It's just it kind of went away, you know, because there's every every other day, like there's some other new accusation against Donald Trump, you know, about you know, grabbing by the pussy or fucking, you know, making, making fun of a disabled, you know, reporter or, you know, claiming fake news or whatever. And then it just kind of just, you get lost, you know, Kobe Bryant died at the beginning of this year. We kind of forget about that. World War three happened at the beginning. It almost happened at the beginning of this year. There was fighter jets, you know, ready to bomb fucking something, you know, here locally. Kim Jong-un came back from the dead. He did. He rose like the undertaker, you know, from a casting. He's dead, dude. (laughs) Have, Have we seen him since? I guess he did like make an appearance, but who but knows? But since that appearance, dude, he's dead. I just, he's dead, dude. That's another show. Until for another he comes, time. until he comes on the podcast and talks about his favorite like uh, frozen yogurt, then <laughs> then he's dead. <laughs> Kim, Kim Young Un, you're dead to us until Kim you talk. Jong Un, <laughs> talk, talk some frozen yogurt with us, boy. Hell yeah! What's your favorite? What's your favorite dipping dot? Um, but yeah, no, that shit had been out there. They just reintroduced it. And then I guess like the little black book, like that had been floating around the internet for some time, but they reintroduced it where it's just like, hey, yo. And I'm glad they did because it did, does bring up a good point where speaking of like QAnon and like the alt-right, they always throw like that whole thing about like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, you know, they were friends with Epstein. They had him killed where it's just like, yo. And then again, yeah, Bill Clinton was on that jet log for 27 times going to Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein's island. But a lot of the people, witnesses there on the island, because on the documentary on Epstein on Netflix, like he he pretty much puts it out there. Like, yeah, I saw like very prominent people on that island. Some people were just there for business. Some people were just there because, you know, Epstein would pay them to go there to, you know, raise his profile. And then some people were there for nefarious reasons. He goes, he goes, I really didn't see Bill Clinton do anything out there. But he goes, you know, there's enough other people that you know i could throw under the bus on that too so but my whole point with that saying is is that the, the right the alt-right i should say like to throw fucking hillary and bill you know that relationship they had with epstein and you know they probably did some nefarious yeah, things with them it's like fuck them too i don't care about yeah, exactly hillary Clinton I, and bill clinton i have no dog in that race there's no loyalty for me like at all i don't have any political loyalty to anyone Correct. i don't have i don't fucking know these people to me I said it once, I'll say it again. Everyone is fucking Jared Fogel until proven otherwise. <laughs> and they're still on that Jared Fogel thing. We haven't done the Clinton body count episode yet. I want but that to. shit's coming. Yeah, it is. But my point is on that, though, is like those same people that will say, you know, Hillary Clinton had Epstein killed was just like, yo, you do realize how Epstein got his start was at Mar-a-Lago, the place the president goes like every time he wants to get away. He got his start there. A lot of those girls that he commissioned was at the fucking massage parlors at Mar-a-Lago. His wife was introduced to him through Melania Trump, Ivanka Trump. All these people are connected to Donald Trump. And it's just like, well, what about that? Like, 
yeah, Bill Clinton's name is on there 27 times, but there's no case that goes on there with him. There's cases, you know, actual testimonies from little girls saying, well, former little girls, <laughs> saying that they, you know, were either raped by Donald Trump. There's actually one, too, with, like, a little boy where it's just, like, an just like, saying, yo, can we, yeah, we can we can look at Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, but also look at your fucking president that you guys are fucking basically worshiping over here. This is not a fake fucking document. This is a real document that accused both Jeffrey Epstein, which is a convicted, you know, sex trafficker of, you know, little girls, if you will, and his buddy that got his start at Mar-a-Lago pretty much. So it's just like, hey, look at this. Like this shit, why did this shit just go away? So I commend him for that. Yeah, and then it should they should keep investigating. The fact that it goes away too easily is kind of disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were so many celebrities that were also named on there. I, I just think you know, money is its own religion. Money is mm-hmm. its own political party. And the fact that some people like to believe that you know he's Republican, so he's on my side, or he's a Democrat, so he's on my side. It does. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. You're you're not part of that exclusive club, and we can call it. We can call it. Like, oh, the skull and bones, you can call it whatever mm-hmm. fucking Illuminati or whatever. You're not part of that club unless you have the bank account that lets you into it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just that's just the reality of it. Like these people, you know, I feel like a lot of the people that show up to a Trump rally or whatever, even like like rich dude that owns his like car dealership guy. Rich dude that owns his car, uh, car dealership guy is not on the level of Amazon guy that can... Like, I was listening to this thing. I don't know if I brought it up to you. I was talking to my girlfriend about this, that he could buy this ship that's like a hypothetical ship. It's not even a real ship. It's basically like a floating island uh-huh. that he can buy. And if and if it gets built for him and, like, made, um, he would still only drop to become the third richest dude in the world. <laughs> Where it's like he, like, literally built, like, an island, a robotic island for him to float around. <laughs> and that, it's like... That is some Dr. Evil bullshit. Like, like that, sh- that kind of shit shows you the difference of the money that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about people that can, like, make things disappear. There's, like, that Jeffrey Epstein Island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of shows you the, the money that we're talking about here. Where there's, like, an island for pedophiles, essentially. Yeah. And it's not even his, like, only home for pedophile shit. Yeah. And we look at, like, Robert Kraft. Like, Robert Kraft was caught going to, like, a sex parlor right before a Patriots game just to, like, get it out of the way. Yeah. Kind of thing. The fact that that guy's not in jail for what he did is, like, that that, that is, um that, that shows you, like, the difference between a dude that was, like, literally choked to death a couple of days ago a couple of weeks ago for having a potentially having a fake 20 dollar bill and this rich billionaire that owns a football team mm-hmm. that just like committed sex trafficking like violation of that mm-hmm. come on like that that's that's the reality that we're in that should that alone should like if that doesn't fucking like slap you in the face and sh- and show you the reality that we're in that these two people are playing by two different rules, Set of rules yeah and that's what that, anonymous that's, does. That's yeah. where anonymous kicks in and kind of levels the playing field a little mm-hmm. bit. Where it's like, no, you're not gonna get away with that kind of bullshit. You, you, it doesn't matter what political party you're interested in. It doesn't matter what Alex Jones said. The the reality will become the reality once like light is shined on on your bullshit that happened in the dark. And to kind of support your point, a lot of like the news clips that I would see on anonymous yeah there was like some mini documentaries like on vice if you will and it's kind of like in the same vein as us but a lot of it was like you know these um like fox business or whatever or you know 
the whatever like the stock market channel or whatever like they would talk like they would talk about it like on these like financial shows about anonymous and i'm like what why do you give a fuck about like you know a hacker group oh because it affects like the people that invest into your you know corporation if you will because i mean i don't know if you um look this up about you know like the whole wikileaks thing where you know wikileaks would you know basically put shit out there you know that whistleblowers would feed them you know and um sooner sooner later like pressure from you know those higher ups were saying like hey we can't have this out there and so you know companies that you know you know would support this site or you know have avenues for the site to be supported like a paypal like hey if you want to support WikiLeaks, you know go to our paypal you know donate a dollar kind of like you know our patreon by the way go to our patreon you know they would start to you know pull out from WikiLeaks because you know they would feel the pressure from you know the elites from above so you had you know places like mastercard like hey if you try to make a donation with your mastercard to WikiLeaks, it, we're we're not going to we're not going to honor that transaction you know paypal like they totally pulled out and so what anonymous said it was like yo this is some real shit that's being exposed by like our government and you guys are just going to silence it because of money you know because of the you know the the people that are holding the strings on top no, fuck that. So what Anonymous would do is they would do what's called a DDoS attack, which you mentioned earlier, which is like a, their calling card, basically. And it's a distributed denial of service. So basically, the way I was explained to it, because I don't know jack shit about like computer <laughs> shit like this, but I got two examples, and they said it's kind of like a form of online protest. They think of, hey, let's say we're going to protest Target because, you know, they discriminate you know against the lgbtq community so what we're going to do is you know we're going to have a peaceful protest a nonviolent protest by blocking the entrances you know for every target in bakersfield let's say yeah. and we're not going to do anything illegal all we're going to do is just you know be we're just going to all congregate you know within you know the door the the automatic doorways or whatever and not let any you know customers come in and shop into you know the store and that's kind of like a DDS, DDoS attack. That's what it does. It just sends basically either, you know, manually people go to the website or somehow bots go to the website congesting the, you know, the servers for this website, therefore shutting this, the website down. You know, you see it all the time with like, you know, shoe websites, you know, organically, like when the new Jordan drops or whatever, like a site will go down because there's so much demand for like the Air Jordan 3, you know, cements or whatever. And... And the site will go down because there's too much traffic. You know, that company didn't buy enough bandwidth to support all those people trying to come to their website. And, like, that's, like, their signature calling card. So they would just keep doing this to sites like PayPal, like MasterCard. And it would fuck with their, their bottom line because I think PayPal said that they, during these attacks, they lost $5.5 million. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they have some genius hacks. Um, I don't know if you know, like, an SEO program or whatever. SEO programs are essentially sold to companies to boost up their ratings. Mm -hmm. um, oh, just, yeah. Just through keywords and types of things like that. Um, and I actually didn't really know that much about it until I started this new job I'm in where we're like, basically, you know, we talk to companies about SEO programs. But they essentially, you know, cut out the middleman. They don't wait for you to buy an SEO program, but they link things. Like in Scientology, they use the SEO program of anytime somebody would type in Scientology, one of their top searches would become like these very anti-Scientology things. And like, and that's the reality of where people are on the internet. The reality is like, you're, you don't do multiple searches, you just do one. Like if you type in pizza, you wanna know what like the best pizza places are in your town or whatever. Mm. And that, 
Yelp does that. Yeah. Yelp Yelp does that. Google does that. Google My Business is like another thing that that's like really big. People don't even realize that it's there, but it's it's rating it by that uh, by the keywords in your in your search. But um, but yeah, like the SEO thing is is genius just because if you type in Trump and you want to really bring down like what 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 is associated to Trump, you know, as opposed to Mar-a-Lago and like President Trump and like his mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever, you can rearrange that and put like sex trafficking or like those types of things, very mm-hmm. negative things about him. And it really, that might seem like a small thing, but, but the amount of people that look at that is like, cause let's face it. Like I, when we were talking about the whole 5g conspiracy, if you will, like you, you brought that up that you liked what I said about the whole, like, Hey, make sure you have at least three conflicting sources. Yeah. You learned that in college. A lot of people don't, either uh, you know absorb that from you know education or they never even get exposed to that at all so it's just like that plays into the point we become a lazy society that's like where it's just like hey i want to buy a new macbook the first the first site that comes up on my google that's the one i'm going to i'm not going to you know look at other sites if you will you know most people you know they're overworked you know they they don't have either that time or sometimes don't even have that energy to do that so they don't look at anything else it's just whatever is going to be at the top of the page yeah, I mean that's the that's the reality of 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 those like SEO programs that mm-hmm. that you you can totally hack and man, manipulate them yourself, manipulate keywords, manipulate list management type of things where they're just there to be manipulated. You don't you could do them you can do them yourself if you want to, and mm-hmm. they are doing it themselves. They are totally manipulating themselves however they choose to. And these these are honestly some of the most like light hacks that they do because the reality is some of their like deeper hacks of things that they've hacked into the government agencies. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the deeper ones that we hear very little about because they're so hush hush. Once they happen, they don't want you to know about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I can't say where I work, but this happened a few years ago, not by anonymous, but you know, by you know, an organization basically hacked into our system. And exposed, you know, both workers and you know clients' information, and you never saw anything about it on the news, national, local, or even now. Like we have um, an internal, you know, news thing that we have. They don't talk about it anymore. But yo, somehow, some way, this foreign entity has American citizens' information. I'm like, well, that is fucked up. Like, why, you know, why should we trust? anything on the internet you know as far as security goes like you're never really 100 percent secure yeah i just think people need to stop becoming so trusting of technology in general Mm -hmm. um things like you know everything that you purchase online things like webcams cars are essentially like they have a built-in computer you can manipulate a car uh just because of the technology that it has Mm -hmm. in it whether it be like it's brakes locking up and things like that. Yeah. Like the BMWs and stuff. Yeah. That's a real thing. And it's just like, you know, before I left Toyota, one of the big things, I don't even think it's not, I'll just break it now. It doesn't even matter to me now. (laughs) But, um, so like the newer cars, the Camrys, um, they were locking up at high speeds. Like the brakes would just lock up at high speeds. Cause that was what they were. It was a, it was like a design flaw. And but you could manipulate a car once you hack the system. They are basically if your car was built after like 2010, it has a built-in brain in it, and you can you can hack those. Not even that difficult as long as you can get the VIN number, which VIN numbers are exposed on your dash window anyways. Just to just to let you guys know, it's so easy to find a VIN number. Um, 
And so once you have that, you can hack into any car you want and you can do all kinds of things. Something as simple as just playing something different through the radio or playing something. <laughs> I'm glad you brought like, that up. Or like locking up the brakes. Like it's completely up to the hacker. Which Anonymous did because, again, you know, a hacktivist group, you know, anytime, anytime something political, you know, pops off. You know, we talked about the George Floyd and then, you know, there's the Michael Brown instances where these black men have been murdered. This is when they pretty much get impassioned because, you know, one thing they did, like with the whole, you know, you know, the, the George Floyd thing, is that they 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 acted to these cars, and they either started, you know, scrambling, you know, the police signal, you know, so that you know those people, the police couldn't, you know, find out where people were protesting at, or you know, the information would would that was be the hard. Chicago PD they did the fuck yeah. the police, and yeah, yeah, as well as Chicago PD as well, but Minneapolis. Wait, what did I did say? It? I said Chicago. Didn't I? You said Chicago, but yeah, they also in Minneapolis. Huh. They brought down the whole, you know, communications website, which is kind of fucked up because I had to call the police last night. <laughs> uh-huh. But, and you know, I mean, and that's where that's where you have to kind of like, as much as you want to support these things, the reality is that there are still emergencies. Like you, mm-hmm. you are still shooting your f- foot. Like well, sometimes, yeah. like you have to be very careful. Like yes, I'm very supportive, and I I do think that sometimes these things are necessary because it balances the equation of like the super ultra elite mm-hmm. and it brings them down to our level. But at the same time, you know, there's still emergencies. There's people, people that might need a paramedic at that point and they can't get a hold of anyone. Yeah. Because you know, fucking ice cubes playing, you know? Yeah. Um, but with the Michael Brown thing, um, in Ferguson, um, that happened as well, where it's like they, 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 they also became famous for doxing people where they would just dump their information out, you know, for the public to see, you know, names, social security number, places of, you know, where they work at and whatnot, you know, for these shitty individuals. They did it to the KKK. They, I believe it was like a thousand names of like people that were in the KKK. You know, they took it from like, I think like their official Twitter or whatever, or some private, you know, message board that, you know, the KKK was meeting up on or whatever. And they dumped that out to the public. You know, you saw like a lot of cops, a lot of politicians, you know, were in, you know, this city's KKK chapter, or whatever, like the, the green dragons of fucking, Voldemort or whatever I don't know but um they did do this you know during the Michael Brown thing where the officer that shot Michael Brown that wasn't being that wasn't out for the public knowledge as soon as fucking you know George Floyd was killed we knew who that officer was not the case in Michael Brown we didn't know who that was you know the police department in Ferguson wasn't letting us know about that and so what anonymous did is is they had a good idea who it was, and so they dumped this officer's name out for the public to see, and that's where it comes back to. It's just like, oh, shit, they made a mistake because that was not the officer. That officer, I believe, was, like, on vacation or something, but the ramification of it was is that guy had to be, like, protected for, like, fucking six months or whatever just because everybody thought that he was the guy that murdered Michael Brown, but, in fact, it was another officer. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Like... I hate just saying that like that. That sucks. That's like a bad take on anything, but it's a shitty thing to do. And it seems like they were trying to do the right thing. They were trying to take down like essentially a bad cop off the street. Correct. And it kind of backfired on them. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the reality of these, these hacks. It's it's like, I, I think that they're doing them with the, with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. but sometimes they backfire and they fuck things up. And then another one too, I know I mentioned earlier in the show where, you know, they, pretty much doxed a bunch of you know known pedophiles like on the dark web another fucking thing that sucks is them doing that compromised an investigation by the fbi 
and all that evidence that the FBI was using since, you know, pretty much the names of these miners were out there for public knowledge, pretty much erases that evidence. I don't know the, the, the legal jargon to it or whatever, but the case that they were building that, you know, the FBI was watching these people, these Jared Fogles, if you will. Yeah. All became null just because, hey, the evidence became tainted at a point once, you know, certain anonymouses leaked that information out. So there was like no justice, it seems like, from what I was gathering on these situations because of that, because it compromised, you know, an investigation that was going on. Yeah, we want immediate justice, but sometimes justice is a slow, you know, cruise liner. Yeah, I I mean, I mean, and that's, that kind of brings us to like present day mm-hmm. where like, you know, I, I don't, I feel a little bit conflicted on anonymous just because I don't think that they're perfect, but nobody mm-hmm. is. No. Um, and I keep going back to the fact that they, they do balance out the equation. I mean, mm-hmm. they, a lot of the reason they wear that mask, it comes from that beef and bandana movie, which yeah. I can't believe we haven't mentioned it until this point in the podcast. <laughs> if you're still <laughs> listening guys, now we're in. Um, but you know, have you? I watched it recently, not because of this topic, but I just—it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and so I just wanted to watch it. And um, it's an ultra political movie. I actually forgot how political it was in its nature, based on a DC comic. Too. Yeah, and and um, it's it's scary. Like it's scary how much that comic and that movie like fit so much into today's culture. Where like I didn't even realize that the the comic is based on like a virus that's infiltrating the United States, and it like destroys the united states and now like england goes back to becoming like the or like yeah england becoming like the biggest country in the world like the most powerful country in the world and like they're doing it through these like ultra like kind of nazi vibes or whatever (laughs) and it's it's weird it's it's weird how like close to reality like you look at things like brexit Mm -hmm. and you look at the way that donald trump handles being a leader which is very poorly i don't care i don't care who you vote for i don't care if you listen to this podcast and and you're a Republican, like you have to admit Donald Trump is doing a shitty job. Mm-hmm. Like there's no two ways around it. Oh yeah. Um, if you're writing on Donald Trump right now, you're just a fuckhead. Like I'd love to get someone on here that's still like sharpen on Donald Trump's like just because I just want to I just want to know why at this point. Like there's mm-hmm. no way you because he's against abortion, even though he's made his ex wife to do it. It's, it's so <laughs> much bullshit. Like I honestly, if if somebody comes on here and they're just like, I think that we should have the second amendment. It's like no president has ever threatened to completely take away the second amendment or to even like take it away completely. Like you look at like president, like I don't know that's a whole different conversation, but all I'm saying is yes, I am supportive of something like this. I think that there's always needs to be at least when you have so many people that are in the status quo of society, just like living their day to day life, going to work, coming home, like making dinner and then going to bed or whatever you need someone that's completely opposite of that and like, you know, putting the fucking cherry bomb in the toilet essentially of of society. You just need that. And like, I hope nobody ever gets hurt because of someone doing something stupid like that. But the reality is that there is no perfect society and there's no perfect government. And we're always going to need that little bit of like anarchist and that person telling us no when, when everyone else is saying yes to something. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. And you were talking about okay, like the origin of the origins of the mask too, where it's it's a it's a beautiful analogy, I guess you could say, because you know Guy Fox, he was rebelling against you know uh, the English government, and Guy Fox Day, November fifth, that's the day of the Million Mask March. That you know, hey, they protest, you know, whatever's going on in the world at that time, you know, similar to like 
what you know Guy Fox was doing, as well as you know the event for Vendetta. That's who. That's why he wears that mask. We mentioned earlier, you know, they're kind of like internet vigilantes. The the original mask that they were going to wear Batman. was going to be a Batman mask, which hey, that's my favorite superhero of all time. Um, which is a, a fucking dense topic. Eventually, I want to get into like you know the whole you know p- you know real world parallels with like Batman and whatnot. But uh, the reason why they do wear those masks is because of Scientology. Yeah, when they started, you know, it's called Operation Chanology, where Scientology would do a lot of these tactics as well where, you know, if you talk shit about Scientology, they would ruin your life. They would kind of do like what Epstein would do, like, you know, how like Epstein had like cameras like in every room of his house. And, you know, he would have like a prostitute go into your room and, you know, you didn't know if they were underage or not. But, hey, they're going to have sex with that individual. Oh, you better do what I what I need you to do politically or financially or I'm going to release, you know, this blackmail on you that you had sex with, you know, this underage girl. And so that's what Scientology would basically do. That I think I believe that's one of their tactics tactics. They record, you know, some of your deepest, darkest secrets. I think what they were holding over, you know, John Travolta allegedly is that, you know, he's secretly bisexual or gay. And, you know, for somebody that came up in, you know, the late sixties and seventies, like that was a big taboo. That could be a career ender. But, you know, he had to, you know, admit that, you know, to get to the next level in Scientology or whatever. We're the only ones that will accept you, if you will. So anyways, they adopted a lot of those tactics from the Church of Scientology. But the reason why they would wear those masks is because, you know, initially, like when they were attacking the Church of Scientology, you know, they would protest outside of all of their churches, quote unquote, you know, stand out in front of them. But they didn't want to be identified and, you know, basically have the Church of Scientology dox them. So that's why they wear the mask. So it's just like, hey, you're not going to have any shit on us. We're totally anonymous. Come at us. Do your worst. And one thing that the Church of Scientology did, which is super fucked up, is that they would they went and had their hackers or their computer specialists, if you will, go into like the National Epilepsy Foundation's website and put like all, like encode like all these like flashing graphics or whatever to try to frame anonymous for and i was like man that is super fucked up like and like a foundation that you know supposed to help people with epilepsy you're gonna make like this creating this um all these like flashing images just to fucking go after you know anonymous for exposing you know some of your wrongdoings or whatever and Mm -hmm. that's totally like a lot of people saw through it but that's totally like not their you know agenda at all like why would they just randomly do that you know and I guess it did turn out, you know, like when they traced the IP address, like it was <laughs> the Hollywood branch of the fucking Scientology. Mm, that's pretty interesting. And that's one thing too, like when you're decentralized like that, you have like no, you know, leader or no central to, it, it leaves you open for attacks like this. Cause there's a lot of instances where it's just like, oh, anonymous did this. And like anonymous has to come out and be like, yo, this is nobody, you know, from our group. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the fact that there is no leader, I can see how it's going to be their biggest flaw, but at the same time, it's probably going to be the thing that keeps them going as long as they've been going. Correct. Um, where, do you, where do you stand on this whole thing? It's one of those things, like, where knee-jerk, like, when you go case by case of everything that they've done, it's like, yeah, I support that. You know, um, one of the instances where it's where you know, it's the Charlie Hebdo shootings. I believe it was like an Al Qaeda shooting, like at this bank, if you will, 
that, you know, Al Qaeda took, you know, credit for where it's just like, oh, okay, they declared war on Al Qaeda, you know, and I believe they worked in conjunction with some of these governments. They declared war like on ISIS and they worked in conjunction with some of these governments to, you know, help bring down ISIS. I believe they took ISIS totally off Twitter for a long time, you know, which was like ISIS's big recruiting tools, like, you know, recording, recruiting people like here in the States or in the Western civilization to be, you know, ISIS agents, you know, in the Western world, if you will. They totally took them out. You know, again, exposing people like on the Internet for being pedophiles, you know, Operation KKK, where they exposed, you know, a thousand KKK members like those things. just like, yeah, I can get behind that. Like those people should be on blast. It kind of reminds me of that local gym owner that I was telling about you telling you about the other day that, you know, he was posting like all this racist ass shit. Yeah. Like nobody in Bakersfield, like rightfully wants to support a racist. But this gym, you know, has a lot of people's memberships out there. We should be able to expose that to show, like, hey, this this is where your dollar is being headed at. Like, we have the right to that information. Like, I don't want to support like a racist, like a a fucking blatant racist. So on that tip, I agree with it. It, you know, I'm like, I have no beef with it at all. But at the same time, like, you do have instances like with like that officer that you know got wrongfully put out there that he was the shooter of Michael Brown. You know, that kind of is just like it's a dangerous game to play because it's like, hey, on the the pendulum can swing back and it kind of reminds me of like the X-Men, like the, the whole fucking arch of the X-Men where it's just like, Hey, you have like these superhuman individuals that for the most part do good. But then you also have like those magnetos out there that can potentially like drain, you know, your average day workers fucking bank account just in the name of the lulls. Yeah. I mean, you have to be careful. It's, there is no central, central organization there is they're they're essentially individuals and like i said you know you can either be a white hat hacker which is there with the best intentions or you can be a black hat hat hacker and have the shittiest intentions Mm -hmm. or you can even be like a gray hacker that's just a hacker for hire Mm -hmm. and and that's essentially probably the majority of hackers are Mm -hmm. gray hat hackers where they're just there because that's their best skill and i don't blame because that if that was my best skill i'd use it too because at the end of the day you gotta everybody's gotta pay the rent everybody's gotta fucking pay for gas and food yeah and um i don't know i mean it's it's a it's a tough thing i mean like i said earlier it's 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 a necessary evil in, in our society i think it is i think that whenever we start seeing people becoming more radicalized and we're seeing it on both sides we're seeing like these alt-right movements showing up uh, we're seeing Antifa showing up, and 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 the reality is like people become radicalized because of these frustrations, uh, and I sometimes ignorance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that maybe anonymous brings us a little bit like away from those types of things, where it can enlighten us into a more I don't want to say like a middle ground, not a middle ground. Cause I, I, I honestly like, I'm not big on like believing in, in middle ground. Cause it's, I'll never come to a middle ground with like a dude like Donald Trump. Yeah, I just no, won't. I agree. That's not my middle ground. There's no truth in the middle of that. But I do think that I, the, I, I, I do place. think, I do think that whenever you have all the information you need, you can come to a, 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 a to the, the real, the reality of, of the situation. We don't know the reality of the situation with Donald Trump. There's people that really support him, but if he's a pedophile, then I would want to know that. If um Exactly. If if uh 
you know, if if the United States government is keeping truths from us, and I'll say truths, not secrets, of things like wars that we've gone into, experiments that we've done onto our own populations. There's there's been accusations of that of of the United States government poisoning people in in the city of Atlanta. If these come out to be true, why the fuck are we like paying our taxes? And I essentially like have you know you have to give thanks to people like anonymous because our society is like built on this lie of like our country being so great. And if, if it's built on lies and bullshit and poisoning its own citizens, why do we continue to show up to work? Like, why do we continue? And and it sounds fucked up, but the reality is like, that's where we are in, in American history right now. We're, the curtain is starting to reveal itself and it's starting to show that mm-hmm. the dudes behind the curtain were like, not having our best interest. The Wizard of Oz, if you will. Essentially. I mean, they're not. And an anonymous isn't necessary evil because you need somebody that can pull that curtain away. Mm-hmm. And I don't, again, I don't have any political alliance with anyone. I don't care if it's Donald Trump that has to go to jail or Hillary Clinton that has to go to jail. They can mm-hmm. both go to jail for all I care. It, yeah. me saying, I'm in the same boat with you on that. And I think that's where I was trying to articulate earlier where it's just like, yeah, all, to me, all I ever see is just like, oh, Donald Trump is going to put away all these pedophiles. Like, you hear Eddie Bravo every time he gets on Joe Rogan talk about that. Alex Jones does the same shit. Like, all these, like, alt-right people just talk about, like, Clinton, 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 this. And if it's true, then, yeah, fuck them. Like, they're not, like, anything to me. Like, yeah, thank you for the 90s. Like, those were some good times. But if you were doing some bullshit behind the scenes, yeah, but you even, should pay for it. Even in the 90s, like, I I brought up that uh, the... um. They had a uh, health act where before Bill Clinton, there was you had to have oh the reasonable pricing act. The reasonable pricing act was um you had you could only charge four percent more than what it cost to make a medicine. And like who got rid of that? That was the Clinton administration that oh, got really? rid of that. Oh okay. Like, it's not like they did great during the nineties. It's yeah. not like Obama was perfect. Like Obama had more p- kids in cages than anybody else, mm-hmm. more than more than Donald Trump did. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I say kids in cages, I'm not attacking the Republicans. I'm attacking everybody that's in a leadership position. Everyone has a right to vote. You like that you you're just as equally to blame mm-hmm. because there are kids in cages w- while Barack Obama's there. And it's like, yes, he is a great figurehead and he speaks very eloquently, but he still had a bunch of kids in cages and I can't support the man. I can't support Bill Clinton because he introduced the reasonable pricing act. And, and it's just, it's ridiculous that mm-hmm. these types of things exist. And like, yeah. And then my point with that is just like, yeah, we should know about that stuff. And if we have enough information to know about that stuff, then yeah, like, yeah, fuck you. If you were a pedophile, then yeah, you should go to jail. Like if you're James Hetfield, like my favorite lead singer of all time, and you did some crazy fucking nefarious shit, yeah, fuck you. You should go to jail. Like, even though it's funny you say that, because I when when we had Georgia Brooks on the last podcast, I don't know when that'll come on. It might come out after this podcast. But uh, me and her were talking about. I had literally posted a, a screenshot of I was listening to this band called Brand New, and I love Brand New. But the dude from Brand New was later oh, accused yeah. of of trying to hook up with like some seventeen year old girl mm-hmm. when I he remember. was when he was like twenty one at the time. Um, but the girl was still like seventeen, and he's still twenty one. That's like some Greg shit. I, like, I, rem- I remember being seventeen and not wanting to date a sixteen year old because I thought that was creepy. Yeah, I mean that shit happens, and like, yeah, no excuse. There's it. no excuse for it, and we we were both kind of talking about how we felt weird because the news of that didn't come out till 
like a couple of years ago. So like the dude's like in his like 40s. late yeah like he's in I was gonna say like late thirties, early forties or something. Mm-hmm. So now I mean it's it's way past. It's twenty years later, but still it's you just don't feel good about listening to like a new album from this band. And like mm-hmm. I don't want to say luckily for them, but the band was coming to an end anyways. But still, it was it's so strange. Like it's you can't support that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And like I'm right there with you. Like I just can't. I don't give a fuck about political parties. I don't give a fuck about like mm-hmm. Democrat, Republican. I don't care. Everybody like burns the same. So <laughs> they burn the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. Shout out for anonymous for that. For ex- yeah, again, like I said, exposing that. And I, I, one thing I wanted to touch on too was is that there's always going to be this back and forth. And um, I know a lot of questions were asked, like when, you know, they released that dump of like, you know, the whole Princess Diana thing, how the royal family had her killed. Like I, you've been hearing about that for, for decades now since they interrupted hanging with Mr. Cooper to announce her death. Um, but like why was Anonymous, you know, so silent for so long up until now? And a lot of it, again, has to do with just like just the human nature of it all, where it's just like, I guess there was a guy, he went by the name Sabu, and like he was in another hacktivist organization. And, you know, he got arrested, you know, he didn't, you know, cover up his breadcrumbs accurately enough. And he, you know, ended up becoming an FBI informant, you know, to reduce his jail time on that, where it's just like, he he exposed all these other people that were, you know, within anonymous or these other hacktivist groups, if you will. And so it kind of fucked everything up for a lot of these people. I was telling you before the show that one of the guys was telling his story about that, you know, he got ratted on, you know, for lack of a better word. And, you know, for the next seven years, you know, he had already been convicted or whatever, but for seven years he had to wait for his jail sentence to take effect. And it kind of fucked with him for, for a long time because he was like, Hey, for seven years, I couldn't start a new relationship because Hey, at any moment, you know, I could be whisked off to jail to serve. Like it was like a five or six year sentence or whatever, you know, for seven years, I couldn't, you know, start, you know, a new career because any employer I would have to apply with would be like, yeah, I'm convicted, you know, of, you know, this crime. I haven't served my jail sentence yet. So at any moment, like, Hey, I could be fucking, you know, flipping burgers at Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. And you know, that guy's going to come and take me to serve my sentence or whatever. Like no one's going to take the chance to hire me, you know, at that point, it's not even that, you know, Hey, I have a felony in my past or whatever. And I've served my time. It's just like, Hey, yeah. At any minute I might have to serve my time where it's just like, that's a fucked up thing too, that, you know, our government does like, like I said, sometimes justice isn't swift. It's a fucking cruise liner. And, to me, I think that's fucked up and it deters people from ever wanting to take that risk of being this Robin Hood Guy Fox figure. You know, if you know that, hey, we see it in the protests all the time where people are willing to get arrested by the LAPD or take a fucking rubber, rubber bullet to the fucking forehead and bleed, you know, for a cause. But if, hey, that rubber bullet, you know, wound, you know, it'll probably heal like in, you know, four to six weeks. You're going to be on the road to recovery instantly. You know, if you get arrested you know for protesting past curfew if you will like yeah you'll have like that fucking minor blemish on your arrest record or whatever but you you can go back to wendy's on monday or whatever they're not going to hold you for fucking six weeks or whatever and and that might have happened i'm you know i'm just speaking you know in general terms but it's just like if you know that hey if i fucking try to take down paypal and i get convicted of this 
I'm going to probably serve, you know, some time, but I also might have this whole almost decade worth decades worth of time that of uncertainty where I can get whisked off to jail at any minute. Like to me, that's a fucked up reality too. And I get it one percentagely wise, <laughs> if that's a word of like why the government would do that. Like they want to make an example of these people. They don't want people doing this. But at the same time, I think that's a fucked up form of justice where it's just like, Hey, it deters that other side of the pendulum. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's always people that are going to be willing to go that extreme. Oh yeah. I mean, there's suicide bombers for a reason. There's things like that. Like people like, but that's like half of a percent of the population. Yeah. I mean, but, but it happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like nine 11 happened well, on paper. Nine 11 happened because <laughs> there were dudes that were willing to like kamikaze a plane into a building, you know, mm-hmm. like, that stuff happens. That's that's the reality. Like monks would light them that rage against the machine cover. Where there's people are willing to to go to these extremes when they believe in in what they're doing, and there are people that are going to continue believing in what they're doing. Uh, that it per, perhaps it's the right, mm-hmm. righteous thing to do. If if it costs life or death to expose Donald Trump of being a pedophile, then there's somebody that's probably going to be like, yes, I'm willing to And to I do agree that. with you on that. I just think it takes more of a collective than like just one monk burning himself because it's just like, you kind of even said it right there. Like, oh, everybody knows that rage against the machine monk, but did that change the outcome of the Vietnam War? No, it just, he just became a forgot quasi forgotten symbol now it's just a cool rage against the machine cover whereas it's like if you had like people continuously doing that and i'm not advocating light yourself on fire people no 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 but i see i I get i get where you're going with that but the alternative is doing nothing and then 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 we're already there yeah then uh, we've already achieved that so you either do nothing and keep going down that road or do something and at least be remembered for something and I'm not trying to say like go and do it, but the reality is that we're already on the nothing. Like mm-hmm. that's it. There's there's you you either shoot your shot or you don't. Like who cares if you don't? The analogy would be like I'm either gonna hold this ball because I'm afraid to miss a shot, <laughs> or I'm gonna take the shot and see if I make it or not. Correct. Either way, you just you didn't make it. Either way, mm-hmm. the, the best thing you can do is make it. So I mean. And then hopefully Dennis Robin cleans up your rebound. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's that's it. I mean, there's always people that are going to be that extreme. I don't know. I but think that's, that's I, my point though too. I made that Dennis Robin analogy where it's just like if you if you miss the shot, you know, society has to be there to be able to collect your rebound, like Dennis Rodman. And I think like that's my point too. It's just like hey, if you shoot your shot and miss, and you get a bullet in the brain, you know, the game seven of the NBA finals, like not a lot of people are going to want to take that shot. Where it's just like at that that moment where it's just like, hey, if I miss this shot, I know Robin's going to take the rebound, pass it back out to me, and we're going to have another shot for it. Like that's where we need to be too. Where it's just like we need to support. There needs to be some kind of support system in place, not this whole like, well, you're going to be waiting for seven years to serve your little four-year sentence or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I still think people should should do it. Like mm-hmm. it's a necessary evil. It really is, and I, which I agree. Yeah, it's it's a necessary evil. I think you, you have to take your shot, whether there's a support system there or not. Mm-hmm. I, I just think if you really believe in something, you have to just leap of faith. In sometimes, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. I mean, isn't that that's that's essentially 
like a lot of things like in religion religion there's no guarantee you, you know, there's nothing there worst case scenario you're just in the ground yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's the reality this, this i just kid, think that a lot of people like are not willing to do that just because of that like well i i don't want to protest because it's 100 degrees outside but then some people are like yep i'll go do it you know what i'm saying and i'm just i'm well, not defending those people i'm just saying that like I know how people are and a lot of people that like would have that ability to do stuff like this won't do it just because of that, like that, that, that outcome of it. And that's what sucks because like change won't really necessarily happen unless it's the power of the people, the overwhelming power of the people. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But, but see, even like there's so much thing, of course, voting is your number one thing that you have to do. You have to take care of that part. We, we had Fedwal on here when we talked about bad rabbits and he's talked about how he wants to vote for um Biden. for Biden. And but you also want to have like all the information you can about Biden. You want to, you know, Definitely. If, if the news breaks, he's been accused of rape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like that's like something like I wouldn't want to vote for that. Like and we need to we need to know about it now because there's like I was telling you a couple and, weeks ago, that way we can move him out and put somebody else in where we don't have to have the same Donald Trump thing coming up again in four years where it's just like, oh, shit, here's this rape allegation again. Like, do we really want to support somebody like that? No, fuck him. Like, I, I'm, that's not my sports team. I don't have to ride and die for Biden, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, there's there's no alliance. I was talking to one of my friends about how uh, I, I don't know if any, like, politician has done more to like create a good image of themselves and like Mitt Romney over the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, no, right. And it's like, that's not even like a dude. He's a, he's a Republican. And like, honestly, I would rather have Mitt Romney in there over any of the Democrats besides, besides, uh, Bernie. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I just think that he's like a noble guy. I just mm-hmm. think, I really think he, everything he says, I believe in what, that he believes in what he's saying. I don't think he bullshits people. I really don't think that he bullshits I really people. have to like examine it. Cause I know a lot of it. it he's a, professional politician so i i think he's smart now again like i haven't examined him i seen him out there you know in the protests or whatever and i do think like you know people are politicians are smart you know they 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 know that hey this is gonna look good if that's genuinely in his heart good for him but if it's not just if it's just a a, a play to get you know future votes or whatever then that sucks too but, but, but there's s- no way to know that and unless- then this is i you know like you know, I, I think Mormons, he's a Mormon. Mm-hmm. I think Mormons get a lot of shit for their religion, which I think is like ridiculous. I, I, I always hate when people talk shit about Mormons just because I, I always think that for the most part, they they seem to go down like a, a pretty noble road. And when, when I say that, it's like you look at the way the turnout of Salt Lake City was. Salt Lake City was one of the whitest cities and they were out there like rioting like motherfuckers. They were not going to stand for that mm-hmm. because they don't have an alliance. They have an alliance to their faith and their God, not an alliance to a political party. Correct. And I think that that's where Mitt Romney is. I, I, and that's why I, I believe in him. And I think that although maybe I don't believe in your God, maybe I don't believe in, in your religion, I still believe in your heart. And I think that that's more than I can say about any of the Democrats besides Bernie. I would say this too. Like I think it was 2016 when you looked at the the map, the electoral map, I think Utah was the only one that didn't vote, you know, red or blue. It was like purple, you know, it was the third party candidate on that. So, you know, kudos. Well, Cause to there was a, there was a, a, um, a, a Mormon that was running as well. Mm. And they were just not, and I understand like, I they saw through Donald Trump. Basically, yeah. It's like yeah. you, you, they choose not to go down that road. And I think it's because they're more loyal to who they are 
than their political party. And I wish more people were like that. And I think that's one of those things that like the Mormon religion, I keep saying it keeps getting, it gets shit on a lot, but family is, is right there with God. Like it's, it's family and God are, are equivalent because you're part of the family of God when, mm-hmm. when you're in the Mormon religion. I mean, that's, and, I mean, the, the, I mean, and, and I guess and, and I know most is, Christians will preach that, but I don't think most Christians preach it to the level that, that Mormons do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think that because they preach it like that, most most Christians, I hear this all the time where they're like, they get together for Thanksgiving and they talk about politics and there's a racist uncle and like all this stuff. <laughs> that never happens in a Mormon family. And the reason why is because coming together for dinner in a Mormon family is religion. That is religion. You can't be Mormon and not have a good communication with your mother and your brother and your sister and all this stuff. I don't think you know this, but I was actually baptized in the Mormon religion. As no, a, as you a told kid. me that, yeah. And that, that's how I came up. That that was That was my coming up. It was like every night, every like Saturday and Sunday morning, we had to have a conversation during mealtime. That because that's that was the religion. There was no like, th- you know, awkwardness about where you stood on politics or anything like that. It was important to have was that. Out there. That was that was always part of the prayer of like this is this is our communication with God. Communication with each other is communication with God because we are in God's family, kind of thing. And I think it's beautiful. I I totally support McRobney because I I I see that in him. I see those like fates in him. I see like that's his truth. But you know, like obviously, obviously, I've steered away from like the Mormon religion. I I don't I don't really fuck with it. But in those elements, I still look for that. I still like really which, really which is cherish fine. those those. I think things. there's a lot of good like when you come to like. Even talking about anonymous, I mean, just to circle that back in, there's a lot of things you can take from a lot of different places, a lot of different ideologies, and apply it to your own life, and it would be a beautiful thing. Like that whole thing about you know dinner and talk and communication, like those those are very, very key things for any society. I mean, that's 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 tribal right there. Like that's ingrained in human it, it's human activity, it's, and even in primates too. Like I I watched that um, documentary. I forgot the lady's name that, you know, lived with um, chimpanzees for like decades or whatever. But she said the same thing, too. It's just like, hey, you know, family is number one. Communication is number one with them. It's just everything with that. And that's not even necessarily a Mormon ideal, more or less. Like that's like a like a, but, a naturalistic but it's an, idea. It's an ideal that I think that they has, hammer has, home. Has, has, it really gets hammered home. Like I'll even have this conversation with my girlfriend from time to time where like I'll ask her like, oh, what time are you coming home? Because I it's a it's a point. To me, I make it a point to like I will wait for you to to get off of work so I can eat with you. Like I don't even like eating by myself. I don't like doing that. I don't like because it, it's just something that I grew up with. Like when you eat, like this is this is us like sharing. And I'm not even saying it with God or anything like that. But it's just like <laughs> we have our conversations of like where you stand politically or whatever. Like when we eat, when we sit there and eat, and like. I've always, I, I've always, I don't like that. I think she still gets kind of weird out where like, I will wait for her. Like we don't, she'll say something like, don't eat, don't wait for me to eat. Just go and eat. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to wait. I ha- like in me, Dude, like I have to wait. My girlfriend like, does that to me too. She was not raised Mormon, by the way. I think they were, <laughs> she was raised Catholic. And, um, that's the same thing. Like I'll be like at the gym or something like that, or I'll be outside, like, you know, cleaning up, you know, whatever mess the dogs made or doing some project around the house or editing this podcast on my slow ass computer. Um, and she'll be like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, well, shit, you're a big girl. Go, go get, go make yourself something to eat. No, I'm going to wait for you. And I was like, 
why you're you can eat like it's not gonna offend me like if you eat without me but when you say it like that i, ca- I kind of get it now where it's just like hey that's yeah. a bonding moment but to, to me that that is like the most bond i mean you don't shit together you don't shower you can shower together but oh, you i differ on that but yeah. you don't have to like do those things together but i feel like meals are always like a sacred thing where it's like yo turn the tv off like actually talk to each other and i think that I wouldn't say like that would solve a lot of problems, but I think it would solve a lot of problems. So when you look at society, like society doesn't really talk to each other until like Thanksgiving, where like arguments break out because they haven't talked to each other in forever. To me, that's like a forced thing to like. Yeah, and it's 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 bullshit, and it's like that's one of those things that I like really like. Although I'm not a Mormon, I really support that because I think that you you haven't practiced it all year, and now you force it, like you for you like choke it down someone's throat, where it's like you should have been doing that all already, man. Yeah. Well, damn! I think art just converted like you know uh, half of our listen- listeners. To but they're kind of borderline racist as well, so that's well, also yeah. Why I was I got don't. to say like I didn't want to shit on your shit, but I was like, oh, didn't no, they just no, barely I, start allowing I, black people to join their church? Oh no, they've been doing that for a while, but they you know they do say like uh, dark skinned people, and not just black people, but dark skinned people are uh, they've been cursed with dark skin. It was like, I don't view my skin as a curse at all, so it's uh-huh. like that's why I, you know I'm not part of the Mormon religion at all, but I do think that there are things in the mormon religion that i'm like yes i fully support that and i can i'm sure you can say that about like almost any religion where there's its own any flaws ideal, yeah like anonymous just to just to bring it full circle like even with anonymous it's just like yeah i know i'm in theory supposed to be against this because hey they could potentially they can hack into anybody's bank account and drain them you know and take it for their own nefarious needs or personal needs hey shit amd fucking processors are expensive mm-hmm. um but or Intel ones, I should say. I've been doing my homework, guys. Um, but they're not, you know, they're they're out there, you know, during the Arab Spring. You know, they're they're you know, they're the ones out there in the front lines, you know, trying to make a difference. Yeah, you know, there's since they're decentralized, you know, yeah, there's people that probably break off and do nefarious things or start subgroups like QAnon that fucking support assholes like Donald Trump. But at the same time, like there's little things within like that ideology that I have no problem taking away from. And I walked away from this topic having so much respect from anonymous, anonymous going from like, oh, shit, that's something I should fear. Like, Ugh, you know, just just in passing to like, well, like now it's like, oh, wow, that's like a fucking really noble, like, like Robin Hood, like the story of fucking Robin, which is like a Disney movie now. Like that's like a really noble cause. Am I gonna steal from the rich and give to the poor? Probably not, because I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, I got a four. I got a four month old to take care of. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, that's a really noble fucking thing to look up to. And I, I got it. You know, my backwards hat. I got to throw my hat to it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think it's, it's important that we have people that are, going outside of societal norms and like doing what you're doing, like and. It's important. It's it's it sounds dumb, but it is important to have that one. Mm-hmm. group of people living outside of the societal norms damn that's a deep ass topic sir it was deep I didn't and we didn't we even get about. into we didn't even get into all the shit that they did and um <laughs> like one podcast i was listening to it was like three hours long and they did like the whole format that we used to do um like a couple weeks ago like where we just go like historically like down the line or whatever and i just lost so much interest but just openly talking about it it's just like so much so much better experience and we knocked this one out of the park. It is, and I didn't think we were going to talk about Mormon stuff that much. <laughs> I didn't sorry, think so either. I'm sorry if I offended anyone with my <laughs> Mormon takes. Does this fucking uh, cold brew have fucking caffeine in it? 
No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It just keeps you sharp, though. I mean, it, it's... Because hibi- I was going to say, hibi- Mormons aren't allowed to drink caffeine Hibiscus either. tea, um, no. And my mom still doesn't drink caffeine, so... Is that why she's I, so chill? She's so chill. She actually, um, she refuses to drink the, um, the uh, caffeine-free version of... Uh, Caveman. Of caveman, even though I drink the caffeine-free one. I don't drink it because of the Mormon reasons. I just drink it for, like, anxiety reasons. Mm. But um, she has drank one of these, and she likes it, so. Hey. Mormon out. approved. <laughs> Gets the stamp. So with that said, everybody, um, thank you for listening. Um, uh, make sure you check us out on all platforms on social media, at Art and Jacob Do America, um, except Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. I won't tell that fucking steak socks joke again. Um, That's fine. It. You you guys should get it by now. That's okay. that's the one place you I f- feel free to add me on is Twitter because mm-hmm. I don't post anything personal. On t- I don't really post anything personal on any of my things, but I just rather not talk to anyone. But if you want to add me, Twitter is the one place. Feel free to add me on Twitter. There you go. Um, also, make sure you go to our official store at tpublic.com. Just search for Art and Jacob Do America where we have three. I just bought a shirt today from Art and Jacob Do America. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your patronage <laughs> there. Um, speaking of patronage, make sure you go to the Patreon. Um, you know, if you don't want to buy, you know, you know, caveman coffee or if you don't want to, you know, go buy a shirt. You know, I understand. Some people, you know, it's just easier to, you know, slide a dollar. I'm cool with that too because all proceeds, like I said, they go to just making this podcast a so much better experience. Uh, because at the end of the day, I just want to make a show that you know reaches out and touches people appropriately. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to grab nobody by the pussy. You're but right. You're right. I'm just trying to grab your eardrums here. Um, and then hey, like it's a good way to communicate with people. We have friends in fucking South Africa, the fucking. Uh, Scotland to even Korea like that we uh, that we talk to now because it's some of these topics that we um, talk to that we talk about so um, that's why this podcast exists um, if you want to make it better hey slide us some shekels and we'll, I will make sure personally that everything goes to making this a more enjoyable experience for you um, but with that said oh yeah make sure you go to the Podbelly Network check out other great podcasts um, like we're not sure yet um, like I said Dave Moten, he has a new podcast out. My cousin Keith has one on there as well. Path of Legends, those are less politically charged than this. Is that? We're not sure yet. I just put out a really good episode on the... Um, Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper. Yes. Which we haven't covered, have we? Which, yeah, we haven't covered, but... And uh, I would say just listen to theirs. It's it, No offense, but it's just never been a topic that really interests me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've never really harped on that one. There are serial killers that I bring up a lot. I think we talk about H.H. Holmes a lot mm-hmm. in, like, our private thing. And then Zodiac is definitely a topic coming, I want to come. And then BTK is probably the other one. Green River is another dude I really want to do. But I just, I don't, it doesn't turn me on when I when <laughs> I, when I I hear about Jack the River. But they did a great job. Maybe we'll just have them on and talk about it. How about that? Yeah, that's cool. They could do all the research. <laughs> we'll just ramble how we do. But so with that said, Art, do you have anything else? Tell your mom you boo with two. Shiloh is a Jack and Shiloh is a Warren. I feel like you should change it now. Now you're uh, trying to sell us a sell me. Shout out Mick Romney. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was gonna go. With. Shout out Mick Romney. Hey, shout out to um. Doesn't what's up? Oh no no that's uh, the other guy. I was gonna say doesn't he doesn't his wife own like Heinz ketchup or whatever? But that's John Kerry. Oh yeah, it's John Kerry. Um, um, shout out Nice Bum where you're from again. I I thank them a lot because I know they're really busy. This is actually. Um, Hampton's birthday today um, and the fact that they made time to, to record right before a birthday was cool. That is cool. And um, shout out Pablo, that's it. Hell yeah. So with that said, everybody, uh, 
have a good night. Good night. We are Legion.